Hey there, this is Michelle Anderson, your host of Manifestor Academy for Entrepreneurs, the place where I will help you manifest the business of your dreams. I am going to include so much fun and interesting and deep content on this podcast because that is everything I've utilized to build the business of my dreams and it's been very exciting and it's come to the point where I am so stoked to just share, share, share. Actually, my calendar right now is all about content I want to share. So this podcast included. Today's topic is going to be about disrupting And we had the chance to speak with Jerry Bierman in the last episode, and he talked about being a comfortable disruptor, and I really liked that he brought that up. He actually brought that up in a meeting we had the week before the podcast, and it prompted me to really want him to jump on because it's not a phrase that many people talk about in The reason why is because not a lot of people are comfortable in the manifesting space. Manifesting to me is something more than what a lot of the common blogs are going to tell you about, but it is definitely the appropriate word for what I'm teaching and what I know how to do. So in order to really manifest something, you might have to disrupt your world. And that's why I loved what Jerry talked about. Um, That means more than just meditating or setting an intention. Although I do use both of those things in my business frequently. Meditating is just an awesome way to get closer to who you really are. And there are tons and tons of really amazing meditations that clearly get you closer to maybe a desire that you have, but also scientifically proven um, meditations that just reconnect your whole energy spectrum. My favorite meditations come from Dr. Joe Dispenza, and you can buy those and download those. I recommend If this intrigues you, read his book, and I will actually tell you about that in a separate podcast about becoming supernatural because there is something to this manifesting thing that is mind, body, spirit connected, but it doesn't just happen by thinking and having emotions for things while that is a big piece of it. So I will explain that if you listen to all the podcast episodes, you're going to get how I weave together how your mind and your emotions and your body works with actual actions out in the world. So that is where the strategy of business comes into play. So you can't just meditate and watch business come towards you. That doesn't work. You have to be clear about who you are and allow space for that to be, to really be connected to who you are and make that clear and also listen to the inspired action and nudges about taking action and taking steps and being out in the world and being seen or whatever it may be to get your business out there and to get seen by your clients and all those amazing things. So 
I was actually just finishing up the copy for a really amazing program I'm putting together. And I begin by talking about desire and how it actually can lead to disrupting. So in this podcast, I'm going to, uh, this episode in particular, talk about how desire leads to disrupting. And I just put the finishing touches on that worksheet. So a program I'm putting together and I will share it with you where to find it as soon as it launches. So stay tuned is actually inspired by when I started my business 18 months into the business, I was just super miserable and I really couldn't figure out why I had my husband. I had a job that I figured was going to make me happy because it was in the area that I studied and that I loved. And I had gotten out of college so I was basically like on my way and I you know I thought I had my life set up and I was just so miserable super duper miserable and I was like wait a minute like I'm a smart person I'm pretty good at figuring things out what's not adding up here and I considered myself to be a nice person a kind and thoughtful person and I became so miserable that I started to exhaust my resources and really exhaust my money and I just didn't see a way out, but I was too stubborn to close up shop and and too persistent and I thought there has to be another way. So I mentioned it in my earlier episodes, but I ended up hiring this coach and I ended up gaining an insight in our first meeting that scared me quite a bit. And it was going to call upon me to be a disruptor. Now, Jerry talked about in his episode being a comfortable disruptor and how he's comfortable disrupting things. And he really actually explains a beautiful, compassionate way to disrupt. And I love this about him. But I want to explain what it was like for me to step into this disrupting space and not really be a comfortable disruptor yet but to see that I could see that this thing needed to be done. So I was bringing money into the business, but really not seeing money stay around. (laughs) And I had this really nice friend who was very talented helping me. And she was someone that I thought it would be fun to share the business with. And even though I was really entrepreneurial right off the bat with my mindset and I had this big vision and I was always the visionary and started the business and everything, I decided that I would split the income coming in with her. And this was a huge mistake and I didn't know that. But um, in this conversation with my coach, I came to realize that because of my role and because of me being the entrepreneur, that I was just really paying her too much. And the business was not going to function if this was going to be what I was doing, mainly because she wasn't functioning as a partner. She, her tasks were really similar to what I do. I had changed it to be um, tasks that were performed by a contractor. And ideally, um, she was acting as an employee. So she was taking direction and and not innovating. (coughs) 
and not really doing sales at all. And the way my coach pointed this out to me, I just realized that that was one of the one of the reasons why I wasn't making the money that I needed to make because I was just totally overpaying this person. And I hadn't set it up properly and I really didn't have my business skills put together at this point enough to where I had kind of created a mess for this nice person, my friend, to be a part of. But I saw that it needed to change. So because of where I was and because I cared for her, but because I knew I needed to change things, I basically was discovering that I was going to have to change the rules unless I wanted to live with drastically overpaying this person. And this really, really scared me. I saw myself as a nice person, but I knew that when I told her she was going to be paid a lot less to do the same thing, or basically I was going to give her the choice that if she still wanted to help out, she could be a contractor. Um, I knew she wasn't going to like this. And I didn't have a lot of friends at the time. So unfortunately, I was basically going to be scaring away, not necessarily firing, but scaring away my best friend. Now, I value my friendships very much, and I, I'm pretty sure that this person doesn't think that I knew because of the way this turned out, but I knew that if I didn't do this, that I, I was going to be stuck right there, that this was the first domino to what ended up being tons and tons of dominoes that I needed to resolve and push over to get out of the misery of not making any money and lots and lots of other themes. And so I was at this point really, really uncomfortable with the disruption I was going to make. And and it really ended up being like a domino thing because I was so sick of being stuck Um, but I knew that this was truth and I'm a manifester. So (laughs) I did not sit on my hands the next day in the office. I told her that I was going to honor all of our current jobs and what we agreed to pay. But going forward, I would be only open to a different arrangement. And I explained it to her, and (laughs) she definitely didn't like it. And it was very hard, and I fretted about it a lot. And she called me names. (laughs) She called me selfish, and I was being selfish. I was being selfish in a healthy way. I was looking at what I needed to do, 
unfortunately, it turned out ugly because I actually set it up the way it was. I just didn't know any better. But the only way to turn it around was to disrupt things. And that is exactly the kind of thing that might happen if you've allowed things to spin out of control and away from what they really need to be for a long time. The longer that you let that happen, the more chaos that needs to occur before you right that ship. So this definitely changed our relationship and we did not remain friends. Um, It didn't happen gracefully. I didn't know yet how to manage those types of things gracefully. I just said what I needed to say and there was no taking it back. And the domino effect from that was plenty. And I didn't really have a best friend for a little while and had to make new circles of friends as time went on. But um, I had to do that in order to not just build a better business for me, but to build the business to serve the clients and to make sure that the whole vision I was building was being built in a sustainable way so that the whole mission of that business could get into the hands of the people who needed it. And that was the very, very first scary as heck. It was very scary. Domino that I pushed over to start disrupting things. And the rewards returned to me financially immediately. Um, I started bringing on jobs and I knew how the money was going to be spent and started to take more control over how the cash flow was working. This was all learning pieces. So there were other situations after that where I was called upon to disrupt things. And after doing it, I'm sure, hundreds of times over and over, because that's what you need to be if you want to be in business. You definitely want to, and I'm so sorry, you might be hearing cats scratching in a box and meowing behind, but... That's because I have a fabulous entrepreneur, crazy cat lady life. Um, I, I started to understand that this disrupting was really just a part of the gig. And I started to see it as something that became not really like a badge of honor or a rite of passage, but just par for the course, basically. Disrupting happened less as time went on in the ways that I was basically fixing really yucky things that I had set up for myself. What it kind of translated into was me being me and having my message, especially when the coaching message started to hit the pavement, knowing that this coaching message is a very disruptive message and saying the truth and saying the message about what people are in pain around is disruptive for some people to even read 
And it can be disruptive just for someone to choose to work with a coach in their life and just knowing that I'm holding space for other people to become disruptors has been really how that journey took place. Disrupting is when you change the rules. Being a disruptor in a good way is changing the rules about something that is, something that's been happening, a situation that's been created. And it's changing them for the greater good that maybe only you know what it is. And it's changing the rules in order to comply with the truth that is your inner truth, the truth that you know to be right. And so many people are miserable and unhappy, and I was one of them, because they're not comfortable disrupting. I'm here to tell you that I've been there and I've done it. And not only did I do it hundreds of times in my business, but in that example I shared with you was a business slash personal disruption in a really big way. Um, but I but I had to do it in my personal life. And that was the thing that day that I signed up with my coach and then our first session I was kind of relieved that the focus was going into my business because the thing that scared me the most about working with a coach was the potential to disrupt my marriage. Because in the back of my mind, I knew that my marriage was unsavable, but I just, I actually wasn't ready to see that yet. So it wouldn't be till three years later that I ultimately disrupted my life in a really big way by deciding to have a divorce and getting my divorce done. So it actually took a lot of disrupting to have the courage to do a disrupt in on that scale that was the actual divorce. And I had a lot of practice up until that moment. And then after that happened, I was assured that I could disrupt anything because <laughs> that was really hard. So the reason why I wanted to talk about this today is because I did say I was putting the final touches on this worksheet. And the worksheet is really just about your desire. And it's a desire clarification worksheet, but I actually can't talk about desire without talking about, I actually connect it with the gifts that you have to share. So it's a desire worksheet where you outline your desires and your gifts guided by me. Seriously, save yourself seven years in your business journey by getting this worksheet. I will let you know when and where to get it as soon as it's live. But in the end, I have almost like a disclaimer that when you do tap into your desire, you end up becoming a disruptive force if you take action because when you get away from your desire you start creating a, a life that doesn't look and feel authentic it's that desire no matter how small it's become or how disconnected we've been become with it that calls us back to our center to reconnect and be with 
ourselves and to be with the beautiful inside being that we are so that we can evolve and share and be and do and have all the wonderful things that feel great to be do and have that are here for us and I see when people tap into this and have experienced just chaos happen when you reconnect because sometimes you have to make big changes sometimes you have to quit a job sometimes you have to quit a spouse like I did or take a huge enormous leap of faith and start your business or um, tell a friend that you can't be their friend anymore I've done all of these things some of them I've done them a few times um they suck but the rewards are amazing and the more seasoned you become and the more you know that this disrupting and this chaos leads to a profound beauty on the other side and I can't describe how overjoyed I am about this profound beauty on the other side um is so worth it and I get to pass this along to the people that work with me and then share it here for free on the podcast and I love doing that. I will never get enough of sharing it because I know that people are just in a lot of confusion about taking steps and the thing is, and the thing I really want like all the worksheets I'm making and put out there is to to show you is that there's no perfect way to go about it. You just go about it. You go about what it is in your heart to achieve. And if you don't, you'll suffer. And the people around you will end up suffering as well. So it's totally okay to tap into your desire and to take steps toward what that is, even if other people call you names, even if other people hate you, even if they think that you destroyed their life, because people don't like change, but you are doing them a favor. You are always doing everyone a favor when you live by your truth, because people react and when they start to connect in with their truth, they know how to see truth and if that's what you are and what you've given to them is the opportunity to see some truth that's the best thing you can do I don't care if you're it's your kids and you're afraid that they're going to hate you and call you names because you have to leave the other parent or I don't care if it's your best friend and you have to distance yourself from them because that friend is toxic. I don't care if you need to sell your house that you were born in and you live in now because it's just not serving who you are and there's bigger things in life for you and you need to live somewhere different. I don't care if you need to move cities. All these things are drastic and they're big. If it is in your heart to do this thing, you're called to do it and you're being called to basically be a disruptor. You're being called to manifest something great for yourself. This is happening a lot to a lot of people lately, and it's only the ones who are answering who are coming out on the other side with life preservers and happiness and smiles on their faces if you 
if you battle this and resist it and and struggle and and stay stuck you're gonna get sick physically stressed you're gonna be perverse to the world around you and you're gonna be the toxic one so anyways I'm here for you I am getting lots of cool things other than just the blogs and the podcasts so that you can access some of this information and test it out for yourself. Some of them will be free. Some of them will be uber inexpensive. So that is the point behind all of this. I want you to have it. So thanks so much for listening and uh, let me know what you think. Email me at michelle at michelleanderson.com and that's with an S-E-N at the end. If you like this and if you want to hear more or if something resonated, I'd love to hear from you.